again and welcome in wherever you are today and wherever you're listening from. I'm so happy to have you over to feast upon God's word together. Get your plate ready today and take a seat. It's the 44, which is Matthew 4, 4. Man cannot live on bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Let's eat. I'm your host, Jed Yancey, and this last Sunday here at Central, as I kind of told you last week, we uh, we switched things up a little bit and did a praise slash Thanksgiving service, uh, whatever you want to call it there. And uh, so really what we did was I got up and I, I spoke a few times and, and we had a few men lead us and and not just lead us in in prayer, but but really truly move us in prayer. I felt like and and then we sang. Which quick side note, I, I know of some places that that use the instrument and worship that way with the instrument. We do not here at Central, but uh, let me just let me just say this: like you, you ain't heard nothing. Until you hear about 300 or so people, um, honestly, it doesn't even have to be that many, but, but people sing and sing with emotion and sing with heart and sing with thanksgiving while using the greatest instrument that God gave us, our voices. Um, in my opinion, there aren't enough guitar or piano or, or drummers in the world that would even come close to the use of the instrument that God gave us all to use together in worshiping Him. It, it was really one of those worship services that that stirred me up, and those of you that were here, I hope it did the same for you. Um, anyways, one of the short talks that I gave to lead the group into a, a few minutes of, of singing and prayer and thanksgiving uh, was was for the victory that we have in Jesus and all that that means. Uh, I spent some time uh, with this reading parts of 1 Corinthians 15, and it's, it's there in Paul's first letter to the Corinthians that he writes beginning... In chapter 15, in verse 1, he says, uh, I make known to you, brethren, the gospel which I preach to you, which also you received, in which you also stand, by which you also are saved, if you hold fast the word which I preached to you, unless you believed in vain. For I delivered to you as a matter of first importance what I also received, that is this, that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, and that He was buried, and that He was raised on the third day according to the Scriptures. He goes on to write there a bunch about the, the reality of Christ's death and His burial and His resurrection and all that it gives us, most of all, victory. And Paul goes on at great length to write about all of the ones that he appeared to after his resurrection. But more than that, he ends this section in our Bibles, chapter 15, by saying this, beginning in verse 50. Now I say this, brethren, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God, nor does the perishable inherit the imperishable. But I tell you a mystery. We will not all sleep but we will all be changed in a moment, 
in the twinkling of an eye, at the last trumpet, for the trumpet will sound and the dead will be raised imperishable and we will be changed. For this perishable must put on the imperishable and this mortal must put on immortality. But when this perishable will have put on the imperishable and this mortal will have put on immortality, then will come about the saying that is written, death is swallowed up in victory. O death, where is your victory? O death, where is your sting? The sting of death is sin, and the power of sin is the law. But thanks be to God who gives us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. You know, of all the things that I can think of to stop and give thanks to God about, it is this. As Paul writes, as a matter of first importance, that God sent his son, that he lived, he died, he was buried, and thank you, Lord, he resurrected. And Paul says there in verse 57, as this was really our focus this last Sunday, thanks be to God who gives us that victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. But what I really want to look at with you today for your 44 is verse 58, which I didn't read. So here it is. Therefore, my beloved brethren, be steadfast, be immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that your toil is not in vain in the Lord. Which really leads me to this word that is the title of today's episode. You might have, you might have seen the, the title today and thought, okay, what in the world is that word? Well, not long ago, I guess a few months back maybe, my mom was, was sharing a list of ideas for me for the podcast, which by the way, uh, you, know, you ever come across something that's interesting or different, I'm, I'm all about it. You send it on to me. And so... My mom did just that, and she shared with me some some random things that uh, she's heard or has been thinking about, and I put it in my notes because I've got this forever list of podcast sermon ideas, and and one of the ones she told me about is this word that she uh, that she heard. Uh, the word is is kuleana, which if if you were to just Google that word. It's a Hawaiian word that, that's a big part of uh, a native Hawaiian culture. And this word's meaning, or what it refers to, is a reciprocal relationship between the person who is responsible and the thing which they are responsible for. Uh, so just as an example, the Hawaiian people have kuleana towards their land. And that kuleana is this, that responsibility is this, to care for the land, to, to respect it. And the reciprocal relationship part of that is as they uh, take on that responsibility and they have kuleana towards their land, in return, their land has kuleana towards them to feed, to shelter, to clothe them. And so it's through this relationship that, that they really uh, say that they maintain this, this balance within society and their natural environment. But you see, in the context of this word and what we're looking at in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, as a Christian or one who claims to be the kind of person that takes up that cross and follows him on the daily— 
I ask you today, what is your kuleana? In other words, what is your responsibility? I mean, as you go through 1 Corinthians 15 as, as one of many other places that talk about this great victory that we have, this promise of eternal life. We talked about it some last in last week's episode from Matthew 16 and verse 18, this guaranteed victory that we have. And, and so again, I ask, what is my kuleana? What is your kuleana? You, we are that person uh, that's that's responsible, or at least I hope we are. And so, so what is that thing, if I'm a Christian, that I am responsible for? Like, we already know what He's done for us. We already know, we've been talking about what we get in return. In the same way the Hawaiian people have kuleana towards their land. They care for it, they respect it, and they do some things, and in return... The land feeds them, shelters them, clothes them. And so Paul says here, you who are Christians, be steadfast, be immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. Always. That is your responsibility. That's your kuleana. Uh, without question, the, the greatest reason that we live for God is our unwavering faith and, and belief in what Paul talks about here. Uh, the resurrection of his son, Jesus Christ, it, it is through his resurrection from the grave that we have hope in the promise of life that is eternity with him. And so because of these promises of a future resurrection, and of living eternally with Him, we, the kind of people who hold on to that faith and hold fast to that belief, shouldn't just have the motivation, but also have eternal responsibilities, kuleana, for our lives here on this earth. And so again, He declares that if we really believe, if we're, if we're truly thankful that our resurrection is sure, then we should therefore demonstrate our assurance and our thankfulness by standing firm and letting nothing move us and always giving ourselves, always, full to the work of the Lord. This then is your 44 today and is the believer's responsibility, the believer's kuleana to stand firm in the faith and to give yourself completely to the Lord. Let me encourage you today, don't let anything move you. Don't let anything allow you to budge even an inch from his will. And with our being uh totally within the will of God and what he wants, we are to be always giving ourselves to the work of the Lord. If you remember last week, always on offense. Matthew chapter 5 is one of my favorite chapters in all the Bible because it's Jesus speaking about our kuleana as he says things like, you are the salt of the earth, right? You're the salt of the earth, the kuleana, your responsibility is to add flavor to the world and not become tasteless. But that's not all. He goes on to say, you are the light of the world. Your kuleana 
Let your light shine before men in such a way that they see your good works. It's not switching it on and switching it off depending on where I am or who I'm with, that that light or that salt is there or it's not there. No. Remember the words of Paul. Be steadfast, immovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. You're always salty. Your light is always on. But do you know why it should be that way? The last part of 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 58. The last part of this is to have that kuleana about yourself. Do that knowing that your toil is not in vain in the Lord. It's that reciprocal relationship. God sent his son. He lived. He died. He was raised. And because of that... We live, we salt up this world, we light it up, and we're always abounding in the work of the Lord, knowing that day is coming where we will live together with Him. Kuliana, what a wonderful phrase, right? I won't hit you with the Hakuna Matata theme song, that's what this word reminds me of, but you know, maybe one of y'all can come up with a song. Anyways, can I leave you with this? One of the last verses in all the Bible, Revelation 22 and verse 12 says this, Behold, I'm coming quickly, and my reward is with me, to render to every man according to what he has done. Every good work that believers do has eternal benefit. That the Lord himself guarantees. Simply put, our, our kuleana lies in working for the Lord. To be steadfast in that. To be immovable in that work. And may you always abound in the kuleana that is, for us, the work of the Lord. Thank you guys so much for listening today. I love you so much. And we'll eat again together next week.